It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the line star app it is me and it's scott bogman and it's you and it's time to pick some games it's the wagering special and we are special in every sense of the word and so is the line star app so go out and get that right away and go upgrade to the premium product and bogman last week pretty good you were 10 and 3 straight up 9 and 4 for me straight up you were 9 and 4 against the spread very nice for you i was disappointing on the over-unders i didn't carry my weight i was only 500 but i did get the giants to cover again i mean what a beautiful day in the neighborhood oh my goodness so good just so good i love it when the giants cover because it's pretty much every week box (laughs) yeah i I mean i didn't pick them you picked the one game to talk about that i didn't get right here i gotta live somewhere oh wait oh well i was gonna say i also got minnesota right but you picked minnesota too so there you go yeah (laughs) Yeah. so and i got all of it right i got the under on that you did you did get Um, all right well done uh, later in the week realized how bad the wins were gonna be in that cleveland and houston game and switched it to the under on my bet so uh, I hit that one as well, but I thought it was going to be over because we were supposed to get, once again, you got to watch the weather reports even after yeah. we talked about them. There's yep. nothing in particularly bad this week at all. There's maybe, I think there's some rain maybe in you one got of the a lot games. of indoor games too. You got New Orleans, you know, got, um, you know, you got, you got some, you got some weather situations under control. You got LA in play, you got Vegas in play. Hopefully, you know, you, you got, you know, some temper control kind of thing. Cleveland and Philly. This week Cleveland. Cleveland and Philly has rain. That's it. Everything yeah. else has like eight mile an hour winds and clear or overcast. So it should be a nice weather uh, week. We don't have to worry about that at all. But once again, weather playing a factor last week. So, well, we uh, do have but, to worry about quarterbacks though, because there's a ton yeah. of quarterback injuries. Drew Brees is out this week. Um, we got Teddy Bridgewater and, and Stafford dealing with injuries too. We've got young quarterbacks playing. We've got Andy Dalton possibly starting again. And as of recording this, there's still a lot of things in motion. So you we know, have the entire Rams defense on the COVID list, but they well, should be with the Raiders the defense. The, the whole Raiders defense is on the COVID. Yeah. List? Yeah. It's Clellan Furl has COVID right. and he's, right. I think he's a team captain. So eight other starters uh, right. have tracing stuff with him. They should all be able to play. Uh, but you know, none of them are going to get to practice at all this week. So that's, uh, that's harsh, but so there's yeah, no, so line we don't have a line on that game as of right yeah. now, but whatever that line, I don't care what double digit line ends up being, <laughs> Kansas City's going to cover it. So, uh, but this is why it's very important that, you know, you, you listen to the pods like this and, and then you wait and you make sure you have your best information all the way up to game time, including weather, including COVID stuff, including injuries, all that stuff. Uh, so go make sure you, you wait till the last minute because you really need to this year. You can't really I mean every now and then you can jump on a line, you know, and we've done that here once or twice where he said, Hey, jump on this before it moves. Cause it might. Um, so let's start here with Atlanta and new Orleans. Cause one of these situations it's in flux. New Orleans is four and a half point favorites. The number is 50 here on this one. Uh, look, James Winston's had some good games against Atlanta in the past. And I, and I know everyone wants to write the narrative of, you know, well, you know, he's, he's played well against Atlanta last year. Teddy Bridgewater came in. They didn't miss a beat. 
But Atlanta's played much better in the last few weeks. And I'm a little worried about this game because of the way New Orleans has played defense. So I think New Orleans is going to win this football game, but I'm going to take Atlanta to cover here. And I will take the over on the 50. That's the way I go with this one. Boggs, how about you? Uh, I'm less confident in uh, the, the, the against the spread pick. I'll take the Saints uh, just because they're playing at home. And I think I, Winston should be able to drop in here and not uh, mess up too much. But <laughs> Famous <am>, last word. <laughs> I, I am going to take the over, though, because, uh, look, if he does start throwing picks, Atlanta can score. So uh, I'm going to take the over. I think anyone can score in Atlanta, and Atlanta can score on anyone. Yeah. So it should be an over game. Uh, but I kind of I like Winston in this game. I'm excited to watch. I hope Winston gets the gig in New Orleans next year. Well, I'm let me excited. tell you something, man. If Winston plays well, after what you saw it at Teddy Bridgewater, let's say they go two and zero in these next two games, then I think as a Saints fan, you got to feel pretty good about the future without Drew Brees because you got to yeah. say, hey, the infrastructure's here. Teddy B went, and, you know, Teddy B looked really good, and you know what, Teddy B's look good this year too. So maybe it's Teddy B. This game is going to answer a lot of questions, and, and maybe it's too much to put too much into one game. Maybe we shouldn't do that. But at least these next two weeks are going to give us a clearer picture of who Winston is, who the Saints are without Drew Brees, maybe going forward a little bit and more Michael than even Thomas last year. Get back on track because I think he's finished <clears throat> a wide receiver 80, 70, and 49 so far. In the yeah, that's not good. That's yeah. no bueno, man. That's not good. Cincinnati at Washington. Washington is actually one and a half point favorites in this one. The number is 46 and a half. You can have this one first, my friend. This is all you. Uh, all right. Well, look. Cincinnati's a mess right now and they they had been playing better they ran into Pittsburgh who you know uh Pittsburgh loves to spank Cincinnati I, I have uh I was wearing my weed a shirt so uh, <laughs> I, I love beating up on the Bengals of course but I, I I don't have a ton of confidence in Washington but being a point and a half and they're at home I'm gonna take Washington this game straight up and against the spread 46 and a half I want to take the under on this because look, I think Cincinnati's defense has been playing a little bit better. So I think they can sign me Alex Smith a little bit, uh, but I'm, I'm still excited about McKissick and Antonio Gibson in this game as well. So give me uh Washington, Washington under. I will take Cincinnati here. Upset special. It let's go Cincinnati for the W. They were just completely outclassed by Pittsburgh. And, and that's, that's, you know, there's no harm and shame in that. And just as bad as Joe Burrow can look one week against somebody he could turn on the next week and go, wow, look at that. Look, they're back. And I think this is going to be one of those kind of games. I just don't have a lot of faith in Washington and what they're going to do. And I'll take the over in this game, too. If I like Cincinnati, I think it's going to be more points than people realize. And Washington offensively was okay last week. Uh, this next one's another complicated one because of the quarterback situation. So uh, Carolina is uh, hosting Detroit. Carolina is one and a half point favorites. We don't have a number on this one as of right now. But this is this is a hard pass for me anyway. If I have to, um, if everyone's healthy, I would probably go with Carolina here. To be honest with you, I just feel like I just don't trust Detroit. <laughs> so I'll take Carolina to win the cover. And uh, how about you there, Box? I mean, I, I I'm going to take Detroit in this game. I, I like. Um, oh, look at us! Two out of three already. We're completely different. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Detroit in this game. I don't love Detroit in this game, but I think Carolina is starting to, they're they're hitting that wall where they played well. Now you know CMC, they're kind of they're handling him with kid gloves. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has this knee thing. I think there's a chance that he might uh, end up sitting, and we get Walker. So I think this is a huge DeAndre Swift game. So give me the Lions in this one. All right, so let's uh, move on here to New England at Houston. 
New England is a two and a half point favorite on the road here. The over under is 49. Now Boggs talked about this yesterday on the DFS show. Uh, the one thing that, you know, is Houston's glaring problem is the one thing that actually New England's pretty good at, and that's running the football. So uh, how do you think this one's going to shake out? Yeah, I think this is New England in, in a win. I mean, I think the 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 wind has been taken out of the sails of the, the, the Texans, even with Cornell stepping in. Remember last week it was, hey, Cornell could be the uh, the starting guy next year too. Why? Why would you want that? We've already seen him fail, and he's older. Like, I just got to get some new blood in there for these guys, I think, especially when you're toting around a, a talent like Deshaun Watson. So give me the Patriots. They're Jekyll and Hyde this year. Uh, mm-hmm. so I think they're going to Jekyll or Hyde, whichever one's better. I'm not sure. Uh, I think so, Jekyll is the better one. Okay. Doc, they're going to doctor is the good guy. Mr. Hyde is the bad guy. Yeah. They're going to Jekyll this game and beat down Houston, even on the road, but I'm going to take the under because I think, you know, I don't have a ton of trust in Cam Newton right now. And I just think run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, because that is what Houston cannot stop at all. And I think that's going to be Bill Bill Belichick's uh, go-to is pound the ball. I think we see like maybe 20 pass attempts from Cam Newton in this game, if that. So I think it's going to be a lot of running. So give me the under. I'm going to go the same here. Give me New England uh, across the board and the under also. Uh, I just think they're going to run this to death, and that's what's going to happen there. And, you know, New England really hasn't been proficient throwing the football all year. And this is just – this is the – look, they're lucky the schedule's matching up like this for them. And uh, I think they're going to have a good, uh, they're good run here in this game all over Houston. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles at Cleveland. Cleveland three point favorites in this one. The number is forty seven. Give me Cleveland. Enough with the Eagles already. You're going to go on the road now and, and beat a team that can run the ball down your throat. I am so sick of the Eagles. The Eagles are a hot mess. Now watch, they'll go in this week. But I, you know they're getting healthier, and the healthier they get, the worse they get. I don't understand this. I mean, the offensive line's played like trash. Carson Wentz has regressed. He's a turnover machine. I'm sorry. Like, Miles Garrett is going to be all over this dude. And I'm, it would not shock me to who see wins, Cleveland score a touchdown on division. I know it changes every the week. Giants. My the cover Giants. Giants. That's who's going to win it. My cover Giants. That's, that's <laughs> it. I mean, right now, tell me the Giants aren't the most complete football team of those four. <laughs> How could you argue for or against any of those? Teams I don't being know, complete? but I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a fake you know argument what? for it. I'm gonna take Washington right now. Uh, I, I'm gonna their defense is good. I think if there's one unit that's best in that conference, <clears throat> Washington's defense. So that's what I'm. I say. I don't disagree with that, but you know what? I mean, look, Joe Judge has got them all full so fired up. They're throwing punches at him over there. Like <laughs> <laughs> I know? heard that there was no. Uh, uh, punches thrown, but there was a really not nice word called. So. Um, not nice. He used harsh words. That mm-hmm. really was bad, hurtful. They were bad words. They were bad words. They were harsh words. Oh my God, Joe Joe Judge is like he doesn't care. He gives zero, you know, zero he, f's. Joe Judge. He he's pissing everybody off. Is that what he is? <laughs> What's that? He's a coaching badger. Like the the honey badger, he doesn't, what he, is. he doesn't give a what he was called. Uh, he does, he does. How how about over under on this game? Where are you going? Um, forty seven is the number here. It's a good number. It is. A, it's a really. I would stay away from this number, but if I'm gonna be pushed to it, I'm gonna take the under actually because I just think the Eagles are a hot mess. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take Cleveland uh, both straight up against the spread. I'm gonna take the over in this one just because I don't have a good feel for it. I'm with Joe. I would not. Uh, put money on the over under in this game, but you know, it's 2020 and games have been going over. So I'll take the over. 
Yeah, probably. You're probably right, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just going with that whole Nick Chubb just you know running and grinding down the Eagles. Uh, Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh is a ten point favorite in this one. It's a big number on the road. Now you you're very concerned always about the the Jacksonville Jaguars. The number is forty six and a half. So Boggs, are you confident? I'm going to let you go first on this one because it's Pittsburgh. Are you, you know, confident here with the ten? Just to break you down real quick, the two quarterbacks <laughs> that beat the Steelers in the playoffs for the Jaguars. There were Blake Bortles and David Garrard. Oh, so, David Garrard. I remember that game. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, it was not fun. But look, uh, I picked against my Steelers last week. It did not pan out for me, and I got most of the games right last week. So I'm going to roll with them. I know it's a road game. It's a big line. I have not been great on these. That's why I took Jacksonville last week. Because uh, they were uh, Jacksonville was on the road and uh, were given a big line, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh. They're hot right now. The defense is playing pretty good, and uh, I give me the over in this game because I think that 46 and a half is low. I think the 46 and a half is low too. I'll take Pittsburgh in the over also across the board. Um, I just think defensively they're going to put up some points here. They don't even need Jacksonville necessarily <clears throat> to keep pace to hit the over in this one. Pittsburgh could just flat out throttle them and they can get there. You know, this could be a 31, you know, 17 kind of a contest and it doesn't matter. You know, they, they could just absolutely throttle them potentially. 35, uh, 14 does it. So, yeah, you know. right. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. Um, Tennessee at Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens favored by six, 48 and a half is the number. I, I got to be honest with you. I'll take Baltimore to win this game, but I am not. I'm going to take the Tennessee side of this one just because Tennessee does have a tendency to, to come back into games. Tennessee has a lot of heart. I think Tennessee realizes how important this football game is. And let's be honest. Every time Baltimore's been faced with like a legitimate opponent, they have struggled this year. They struggle with New England. They struggle with Pittsburgh. They struggle with Kansas City. And two of those games were in their own building, just like this one. So I don't know, man. Like I'm just I'm over Baltimore. And that being said, I think Lamar's going to give them all they can handle. And I think Baltimore will find a way to actually win this football game because Tennessee, at the end of days, is not going to be able to win games if they can't kick field goals. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I will take the over in this game too. Uh, despite how good the Baltimore Ravens defense is, I think Tennessee will find a little way here. Um, and I think this is kind of a reminder of them. Hey, this is your season's kind of on the line. Baltimore, I think still, you know, has a little bit more of a cushion here than Tennessee does in, in terms of, you know, identity. But right now Tennessee needs a win in the worst way. And the money has been uh, the, the money that bet on this game is pushing this line uh, lower and lower in Baltimore's favor. I think it started at seven. It's down to six already. So uh, look, I want, this Baltimore. is the one to get in early this week. This yeah, is it. Well, okay. But for me, I want Baltimore. So I want to wait. I want to wait for that money to come in because look, Baltimore has a lot of people talking smack about them. You don't expect them to perform and Tennessee beat them down in the playoffs last year. Yeah, they did. So I, I think you're going to get an inspired Ravens team this week. So I am going to take Baltimore, uh, but I want to wait. For those bets to come in on Tennessee, that line to lower, if you can get it down to, I mean, five would be great. But if you could get any lower than that at four and a half when all this money's coming in on Tennessee, I would love it. So if you want Baltimore, wait to take it. If you want Tennessee, like Joe does, take it as soon as possible because it's moving the wrong direction. Well, I definitely agree. Once you get underneath five for this game, that's when I like Baltimore. But yeah. it's, it's it, you know, once you're still over five and six, I, I still think Tennessee can can get there. Um, you know, Baltimore is just, I mean, they, they're not good in the passing game. They're like third worst in the league. They, they run a lot, but they're, they don't run well. It's just, it's a it's it's better on defense and much better on special teams. Like, <laughs> well, that's the problem is that's where this game will end up being yeah. lost. 
inevitably Tennessee will lose this game because of special teams again, but I, I they recognize and look, Vrabel's going to have them ready to play. Vrabel's a hell of a football coach. This is they know what's going on here, and they know that they they should have won that game in Indianapolis. So they're they can take that with them right there. That division is ripe for them. I still think Indianapolis is probably going to end up winning it because Tennessee just can't figure out the special teams issues. Miami at Denver. Miami's three and a half point favorites on the road in Denver. Forty five and a half is the number here. Um, I'm going to take Miami in this one to win the game. I'll take Miami to cover two. I just have a lot of questions about Denver and just not enough answers. And Miami is playing good all three sides of the ball. Special teams have been great for them. They're getting huge plays on special teams. That is the difference maker to me. That's why I think they cover 45 and a half is the number. I don't love this number. I would run away from it. If I have to go, I'm going to go with the over. Uh, you know what? I'm going to lockstep with you right there. I'm going to go Miami, Miami. The the over under is tougher for me. It's right I, there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a good feel. I think if True Lock plays, I'm way more comfortable about the over. But he his you know he's 75 25 going to play, so I'll take the over. Um, but if something happens, I might lean towards more the under in this game if it is Brett Rippin, but. Lock should play. So Miami's been too good. They're on too good of a roll to lose to Denver, who's on the opposite way. All right, the New York Jets at Chargers. Chargers eight and a half point favorites, despite the fact they're two and seven. They're terrible. Forty six and a half is the number. Boggs. I know it should just be as easy as the Chargers, but I don't know, man. I do not have a good feeling about them covering this number. Nah, it's that easy. It's the Chargers. The Chargers in the over. <laughs> the Jets are terrible. Uh, they're not good. Uh, I know you, uh, you know, we talked about it yesterday. You were a little bit uh, inspired to see Flacco playing like his old self, taking some shots downfield. <laughs> That's right, man. That. He was, he was, he was aggressive. Yeah, he was playing better. And, uh, but, but I just, I have no confidence in the Jets at all. And I think if you're the Chargers, uh, look, you know, you've lost so many games on valiant comebacks by your opponents that you really have to put your foot on the gas in this game. So I think they can easily win by eight and a half, and I'm going to push this game over. So Chargers, Chargers over for me, easy. All right, uh, next one. Oh, actually, no, I got to pick it, sir. All right, I will, I will go with you. I will go with. I will go with the Chargers. I will go with the over, and I'll take the Chargers to cover. I just, uh, it's just. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate myself. I understand not wanting to take them, but the Chargers I mean, just don't close. You know what? <clears throat> Screw it. Let's have some fun here. I'm going to take the Jets to cover this one. Eight and a half is too much. It's too much for the Chargers. The Chargers are not very good, and the Chargers do not close on anybody. They, they, they haven't closed on even mediocre teams, and I know the Jets are the, as bad as it gets. I get that. I don't know. Okay. It's just I just don't trust well, the Chargers. Well, I think we'll to be... figure this one out real early. You know what I mean? Probably. Because... I mean, but you know, the garbage time is garbage. Like, they could just, you know, Joe Flacco throws the ball, Crowder catches one, Mims catches one. All of a sudden, next thing you go, the eight and a half gets blown away. You know, I just I just don't know. Especially if the Chargers had a great running game, I might feel differently. Like, they could just grind out the clock and just, you know, but they don't. Kalen Balaj. You don't buy in on uh, Kalen Balaj? Come on. No. No, I do not. He is a punchline, my friend. Until Austin Eckler gets back, if that ever happens. Dallas at Minnesota. Minnesota, my Minnesota Vikings. Seven-point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. That's a big number, too, for Minnesota. <laughs> they played most of the year. But a streak is a streak is a streak. Give me the Minnesota Vikings to win. Give me the Minnesota Vikings to cover. And give me the over. That's what I want. It was an ugly game against the, the Chicago Bears. This one will be a little bit more wide open, I feel like. 
So, uh, yeah, I think this one goes over, and I think Minnesota has a good day against Dallas, and they keep this train rolling just close enough to sniff the playoffs and probably fail at the end. Yeah, I'm not with you. I, I'll take I'll take the Vikings straight up. But look, the Cowboys impressed me against Pittsburgh. They are coming off a bye. Andy Dalton is back off the COVID list and the concussion list and all that stuff. I kind of like Garrett Gilbert too, but I, I'm more confident in the under in this game because of what we know the Vikings want to do. They want to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And uh, what the Cowboys can do on offense is not much. So I'm way more confident in the under in this game, but I'll take Dallas because uh, I mean, it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty well categorized that I don't like the Vikings this year. So give me the Cowboys against the spread and the under in this game. All right. Green Bay at Indianapolis. India's two and a half point favorites. The number is 51. This one is in Indianapolis. So Boggs, take me through your thoughts on this one. Um, look, you know, when Philip Rivers puts together a decent game plan, the Colts can beat most teams. That's not been the case that much. This <laughs> year. So I have no confidence in Rivers. Aaron Rodgers is playing some of his best football that he's ever played this year. So uh, give me the Packers in this game. This is going to be my upset special. And give me the uh, 51 is such a good number. Uh, give me the over. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm still, I'm with you. Green Bay and the over for me as well. Um, I, I just think, you know, it's funny. Green Bay is a bit of an enigma. You know, sometimes they, you know, they lose to the Vikings, right, at home. And then, you know, they don't look great against Jacksonville. And then you watch, uh, this is a tough matchup against Indianapolis, and they're going to get up for it. And I and I feel like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to get up for it here. And, you know, he's going to continue to make his charge for MVP. He's going to fall short of it, I think. But he's going to, he knows, he knows where he's at. He knows what's going on here. Last one is uh, the Los Angeles Rams at Tampa Bay Bucks. The Bucks are three and a half point favorites. This one is on Monday Night Football. 47 is the number. Uh, give me the Bucks to win this game. Give me the Bucks to cover. God knows I hate the Rams. I'm never right about them. So don't listen to me when it comes to the Rams. They are my kryptonite joe in the rams is like uh tom brady in the bucks versus the new orleans saints it's just it's not good for whatever reason but i just the bucks i just think are a much better overall package right now i think there's gonna be a lot to handle there especially if they are committing to ronald jones and, and committing to the run because if you commit to the run tom brady plays well if you abandon the run tom brady is going to fold like a cheap suit at this stage in his career it's just a fact the number is 47. I think I go with the over in this one. That just seems a little bit low to me. Uh, I, I, this is the hardest game to pick of the week. Uh, and you're right, because the Rams have been so annoying. But the Bucks have been annoying, too. Like, who goes and puts up five touchdown passes and then scores three against the Saints at home on Monday Night Football? That was so weird. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I just think right now they're on a nice streak. Could it change this week against a good team in the Bucks, Absolutely. So I'm not confident in this game. I would not be betting it. I don't know, man. They only scored 23. All those turnovers last week with Russell Wilson and that crap Seattle defense, and they still just brought 23 points. That ain't going to yeah. get it done against the Bucs. I'm sorry. It's not, but uh, I, I, I like the under in this game because of what you just said. That and when the Bucs fold up, they fold up, man. Like they don't score points when, when they're not playing well. So uh, give me the Rams and give me the under in that one. All right, it's that time. It's time for the upset special. Bogman and I are each going to uh, go ahead and give you an upset special this week in week 11 of the NFL. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals on the road against Washington. Washington's favored by one and a half. As bad as the Bengals looked last week, 
Joe Burrow's going to shake it off because that's what the youth does. They shake it off and they go to the next one. So Cincinnati is on to Washington. And I think they're going to beat the Bengals and kind of surprise people after as bad as they looked and they were outclassed by the Steelers. But I think you're going to be more competitive here against the Washington football team. So give me the Cincinnati Bengals. Bogman, which way are you going for your upset special this week? It's time to draw the line in the sand between contenders and pretenders here. And I think the Packers are contenders. I think the Colts are pretenders. So uh, I love the Colts defense. I don't like Phillip Rivers and what that offense has done. They've danced around with their running backs this year. Uh, they, uh, the wide receivers are much better with Pittman, but Hilton needs to step up, and I don't see it happening. Give me the Packers on the road. All right. It's a reminder to everybody, too. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Star App and Star NFL and subscribe to the pre-snap. We get your DFS show every Thursday. You get your wagering podcast every Friday and every Tuesday, the recap and hot take show for the week ahead. So uh, it's been a fun week of picking games and picking players. Uh, we'll recap on Tuesday as we always do before we hit the holiday. And don't worry, next week, even with the holiday, we're going to have a regular shows. Don't worry. They're all going to be out there. We'll take you through the uh, the difficult Thanksgiving games because let me tell you, some of those Thanksgiving games are ugly. So it's a good thing you can eat yourself into oblivion instead of watching some of those. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Joe Pisa PS17. And that'll do it for us. Just remember, kids, there's nothing left to do now except down, sit, win. You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.